0: Welcome to This New Pulse Life. My name is Kat Gertis. We like to think that we've come a long way with the way we treat LGBTQ individuals. 30 years ago, if you were to tell your parents you were gay, there's a good chance you would be exiled from your family. Nowadays, you have a much higher chance of being accepted by your loved ones and peers. However, this isn't always the case. Bridget McGuigan sat down with a friend of hers to discuss the difficulties of coming out as a queer person.
1: My first memory of, like, actually wanting to be anything other than what my parents told me to be, I think I was five. And I remember, like, seeing a guy, like, walking down the block with, like, a briefcase. And, like, he had, like, a bus cut. And he had, like, a suit on. And, like, he looked great. You know, like, really dapper and everything. And I remember being a little kid. And I was like, oh, like, that's what I'm going to look like when I'm older. And lo and behold, when I got older, <laughs> I did not look like that. <laughs> and I was very lost. And I was, like, very confused.
0: I met James Baptiste on move in day a freshman year. We were roommates and would have continued to live together if he hadn't become an RA the next year. We quickly became friends despite the fact that he thought I hated him at first. I remember us exchanging our pronouns and discussing the activities set for incoming freshmen. James didn't actually have to come out as trans to me when I first met him because I got two different names listed as my roommate. One was his birth name, which was listed on the official residence life page. And one was his actual name, sent to me by the director of the LGBTQ living community we were in.
1: I came out in, like, so many, like, steps. Because, like, I came out as bi, then I came out as a lesbian, then I came out as, like, oh, like, actually, I'm a man. And then I was like, well, you know, I don't really like men. I'm just, I just like women. It's been all over the place, so, like, I'm always, like, coming out of the closet, like, to myself and others. Um, But, like, I first came out to my mom when I was 15 And we're in the laundromat doing laundry. I'm like, okay, this is a safe place. I'm like, she can't hurt me here. There's witnesses. Like, I'm going to do this. My godmother was there. And, like, my godmother's daughter was bisexual. And I was like, all right, this is the perfect time. So I go to my I'm like, hey, mom, you know, (laughs) what if I like girls too? And she looked at me and started crying. And she was like, I expected you to do everything right.
0: And you told the story of how your mom reacted when you came out as bi to her, but how did she react when you came out as trans?
1: Like, she kind of literally accepted it immediately, and it was really weird. It was, like, a complete 360 from where she had started. She, like, cried with me and said that she understood and that she was going to help me and, like, support me and love me no matter what. So it was, like, really weird how she went from, like, not supportive at all to, like, the most supportive person you could imagine.
0: Why do you think she made that jump
1: I think she made it because she realized how depressed I was like not being true to myself like I I had start just started like I had started therapy like two years prior and like I had finally like started to admit to like her and my family like how suicidal I was and like like she saw that I was cutting myself and stuff like that and she just saw how depressed I was and miserable I was because of the fact that I didn't feel safe at home or feel comfortable and I and I think that she had rather what she always says to me actually to be honest she says I'd rather have um a, a son here and alive than a dead daughter. So like basically saying that like she would rather accept it and put her thing her judgments aside than have me go and kill myself because I'm so unhappy.
0: Thankfully, James didn't really have to worry about how his siblings would treat him after he came out.
1: Like, the thing about my sisters is that they kind of, like, always, like, picked on me for it, and, like, they would go to my mom and be like, oh, yeah, like, he's, he's, he's not straight at all. Like, they would just, like, be like, oh, like, he's not straight.
0: His brother was only around 11 or 12 when he came out to him, but he was the quickest to support James in the process
1: oh, like, hey, Christian, like, don't tell anyone. Like, don't tell mom and, like, don't tell dad. He, I was like, but, like, like, can you, like, say he? Like, or, like, can you call me James now? And he was like, wait, what does this mean? I'm like, oh, like, you know, like, what ch- being trans is? He's like, yeah. He's like, you're trans? He was like, I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, my God, I've always wanted a big brother.
0: It was the end of Pride Week at school. That Saturday, there had been a little parade around campus that James and I went to with some of our other queer friends. Later that night, there had been a paint party at one of the clubs in town and a drag show up the street. We were at that drag show for so long, covered in paint and drunk beyond reason, celebrating the wonder of being queer. James and I got back to our dorm at around 3 a.m., and I fell asleep pretty quickly after getting all the paint out of my hair. I woke up the next day to James telling me, I have to go call my dad. I came out to him last
1: night. Me and my dad, like, would always, like, go on these, like, years or months without talking. And then, like, we would get, like, close and, like, start to build our relationship back up when he would be less of an asshole. Yeah, and then so, like, I'm eating dinner one night and my dad's, you know, usually, you know, his drunk self sitting there eating. And, like, we start, like, we, like, we were joking around. Like, it was, like, a really lighthearted conversation we were having. Like, it was nice. But then all of a sudden, like, I must have hit a nerve with something i don't even remember what i said but like his mood like did like a complete 180 and he got so aggressive and so angry and like i was like tired of it like i was like for years like you're always picking on me or yelling at me for shit that like doesn't make any sense so like i kind of started to fight back with him and i started to yell back at him i remember like i was like he he said something that really hurt my feelings and i was like you know what What's, what's the one thing that I could like have over him that he can't say shit about? And I was like, I was like, yeah, well, I'm a lesbian. And like, I was like, oh God, you done fucked up, bro. You done messed up. And like, he goes, he starts, he starts getting really crazy. He's like, he starts yelling about, yelling at me about the Bible. And I'm like, you never been to church. So your word is irrelevant. Um, and like yelling at me. And then like the last thing I remember him yelling at me was like, you're not a man. And, like, in my head, I was, like, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, bro. And, like, that's when I kind of, like, realized that, like, in that moment, I was, like, no, like, I would feel a lot more comfortable if I looked if I looked more masculine presenting, which is what I prefer. But I still like a feminine kind of, like, heart, I guess, or, like, mentality. Um, weirdest fucking conversation. So I called him. He was, like, do you know what time it is? He wasn't mad. He was, like, do you know what time it is? And I was, like, yeah, it's, like, 3 a.m., um, he was like, can you just talk to me in the morning? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I hung up. He calls me back. He was like, are you okay? Like, I guess he like woke up and I was like, when the hell does he ever call me? And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, um, I just wanted to tell you something. And like, it was around the time that Caitlyn Jenner was out and I was like, oh, like, you know, like Caitlyn Jenner, and he was like, oh yeah, like, like, of course he has the wrong pronouns, the wrong name or whatever. And he was like, what, a- what about him? Um, And I was like, well, I'm the same way. I was like, I kind of, I'm kind of a a guy, like, whatever. And he was like, you can do whatever you want. He was like, but I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna do that. And I'm like, what? So, like, I basically came out to him and he knows who I am. He just doesn't want to acknowledge it. Oh, like, you need to respect him because he's your dad. Or, like, you need to love him because he's your dad. But no one ever said to him like, "You need to love him because that's your son."
0: So, how has your relationship been with your dad since you've come out?
1: Oh, it's really funny that you ask that because, like, literally a couple of days ago, I'm on the phone with him, um, and he still calls me by my dead name. But randomly at the end of the conversation, he goes, "Oh, I know you go by a different name," and he's like, "I'm just not ready to call you that yet." And I was like, "Did he just? Did he just acknowledge?" that he's been dead naming me this whole time. Like, I mean, it was, like, I was really, like, taken, like, taken aback because I was, like, like, I never, ever expected that from him because when I first came out to him, he was, like, oh, I'm, I don't believe in that. But now, like, I feel like this is his first step towards, like, caring about me because he knows that he has no one else anymore. Like, my parents are getting divorced. My brother doesn't like him or talk to him. My grandmother just died. Like, he has no one. And he's, like... I'm the only one that gives him, like, tolerates him or gives him a time a day because I just feel that everyone deserves deserves a little bit of love, you know? Um, Granted, he doesn't deserve all of it and a lot of my time, but I still give him a little bit so he can feel that he exists and he's worth somebody's time. Um, But, yeah, it was, like, low-key kind of supportive, but, like, not there yet. But I'll give him some more time and see where he goes.
0: James is an RA and an orientation leader, which means he's constantly helping and leading other students. He makes it a point to discuss queer issues with them, even if they're not in the LGBTQ community.
1: When I first, when I was in OL, um, I let it be no, like, immediately. Well, some groups, the first group, it was like, t- I was testing the waters, you know? Um, and I kind of, like, sat down with them, and I was like, believe me, there is no room for any racism, homophobia, transphobia, um, like, any, anything. There, there's no room for it here. I was like, here, we're, we're a community here. Um, and I was like, if you can't accept that and you can't put your biases aside to live here, then you might as well just walk out of this room and not come to school here. I was a savage. And they all kind of sat there and respected me for it. Um, also, like, they, they're getting into the habit of uh, asking for pronouns when we sit in a group and go over each other's names so i made sure that when i shared my pronouns i let them know that i go by nonbinary pronouns i didn't say she because it's com- people it's complicated and i don't feel like going into that but yeah. i let them know that i was nonbinary to a degree and like it made it, it helped other nonbinary students that were in my group or at my orientation session to be comfortable and feel like they belong there because i was someone who was not only trans but in a position of like student leadership um so it just it it sets a tone for also my staff to make sure that they pay attention to what they're saying because they know I would call them out on their bullshit like I didn't again I didn't make room for it if something was sexist or if something was like too like gendered I'd bring it up and I'd be like do y'all notice this if if there was a question about like how do we um handle trans students, like, I'd make sure that I'd advocate for them as much as possible.